What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Third Eye Sifes. I'm Natalia, your host, and it is a beautiful day in sunny California today. Um, the weather is... I don't know what type of clouds these are, but I guess I would say part partly cloudy, but I mean, like, you know, the type of cloud, the type that you learn in, like, uh, like the first science class you take in high school. Or not even. I learned this in, like, middle school, like serious clouds i don't even know if that's a thing see this is how long i have not i mean yeah not been in school but then like also like that's not even a port important to me i mean it's important to weather people and like people who study the clouds and the skies but then again like it could be important to me when we're like expecting a storm or something so i could be like oh these are uh, a cumulus clouds or whatever i don't know um <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, there's clouds in the sky, but it's beautiful. Um, I left the window open because the temperature is nice. And what do we have for us today? So today is Friday, February 21st. Tomorrow is February 22nd, 2-2-2020, This is This is the same thing that goes for yesterday. Yesterday was the 20th as well. These are uh, corresponding numbers, and um, they really uh, do something to the energy, the, the whole f- universal field of energy, um, simply because this is a theory, I would say. No, nah, it's, it's a theory. But um, it's also proven that a lot of things in this universe that we live in are run on mathematical equations. Um, our body, like the measurements throughout our body, the measurements through plants, aka the Fibonacci sequence, if you don't know what that is. Uh, it's like the golden spiral. It's the, the mathematical formula that's found within almost everything in nature. And uh, it's very interesting if you guys are interested in it. It's called the Fibonacci sequence. And it, uh, the number ranges from around like 7.14 and then like a whole bunch of other numbers like that go to infinity. But um, it's very interesting as well as the, it has to, also in um, like musical notes, like the measurements between musical notes, and then also like, it has to do with the dimensions too, like um, ohm vibrates at the frequency of about the same number, um, which is the vibration of almost everything in nature. And then um, also like the, the distance between each dimensions and then like, I don't know. So it's, just, it's, it's, it's a lot. But uh, if you're interested, look it up. It's called the Fibonacci sequence, and it's very interesting. Um, but yeah, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, so then, uh, so everything in this universe kind of basically runs on uh, mathematical equations. So if that's what's kind of going on, and we're, we're running constantly on numbers, then uh, numbers greatly affect us uh, in our daily lives, just, like, without us even consciously knowing it. But, um... The universe is, and this is uh, goes along with synchronicity, so the universe's main way of connecting with you and um, communicating with you is through numbers, through synchronistic numbers. So um, numbers have played a very huge part in my life ever since I, I kind of started this path and became aware of them. And, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, well, numbers don't really, like, numbers don't play a big part in their life like that, but maybe because they're not aware of how significant they actually are. Um so on days like this, two, 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 um, the energies are very high. Um, 
our thoughts are more connected to our reality than usual. Even though they are constantly and we're constantly manifesting, as I mentioned in the last episode. Um, just something about the this day that is kind of on a, a synchronistic number um, formula, I would say. Uh, it, it definitely helps us manifest faster in, in, on days like this, like 11-11. Um, and especially since the year's involved, 2020 is just like two, 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 two. And it's just uh, like overwhelming. But if you do practice this and you become more aware of these numbers, then you can actually see the outcomes and the, uh, the manifestations in your life. So um, for Saturday, tomorrow, I would definitely say watch your thoughts. Your thoughts are in direct, con- in direct contact with the universal vibration field. And um, since we're constantly manifesting, any thought that we have that bring that brings some kind of outcome into our life will manifest faster and quicker than usual. Um, for one crazy example, this happened a couple of years ago. I think it was uh, 12-12. No, it wasn't 12-12. It was like, it was in November. So I think it was like, um, I really don't know. I don't remember the day, but it was it was a day like 2 2 2, two. Um, or maybe it was like 11. Yeah, I think it was 11, 11. And, um, just everything that, that we were saying was just happening instantly. Like, for example, I was like driving a car, right? And like, literally like right when I'd go to pull out of the parking spot, my phone was like, oh, you're going to crash. And then like, but just joking. Right. And then I was like, shut up. And then as soon as I do that, I like crash into this. Okay. Well, uh, (laughs) that might be like. Okay, there's no coincidence in this universe. I don't care what anybody says. Like, like, oh, this is just a coincidence. Dude, there are no coincidences in this universe because of this the constant synchronicities and these just it's it's insane. If you wanna if you wanna know more about synchronicities, ask me because I will break them down. I actually did a YouTube video about it a couple years ago, but um that's uh, you can watch it if you want. I don't even know what the name of my channel is. It's like somewhere floating in the YouTube realm. But, um, yeah, it's just, uh, that happened, and then, um, I don't even remember, just stuff that was happening constantly all day, like, we would say it, and then it would happen immediately after, and we're like, oh my god, we really need to watch what we're saying right now, because we knew it was 11-11, and it was just like, we, we really need to be watching our thoughts, and just be careful, so tomorrow, guys, please be careful with your thoughts, I know it's very hard because, um, but this is something you you should be practicing all the time. If you're trying to get to a higher level of awareness um, and consciousness and manifest easier or, or create the life that you would like to create, you need to be watching your thoughts since they are in direct contact with the universal field. So think positive stuff. Think about stuff. If you want, set time aside tomorrow to actually like intentionally manifest so write down all the stuff that you intend to manifest feel it out meditate on it imagine it just do all that and the energy that's already being created from you um trying to manifest that will manifest even faster and quicker and more potently tomorrow specifically because of the higher energies that that will be around um but yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm going to an awesome event tomorrow. And I, I literally picked it out specifically because, um, like, me and my friends, we love to go to raves and, like, party and go to all this, like, music stuff, and it's awesome. But uh, 
I saw this one and it was just like the most awesome. It sounded like the most awesome rave ever. Uh, it's in a, it's like in a nightclub, but it's like a pretty big nightclub, like three floors, like eight different rooms, a whole bunch of crazy stuff. But it fell on two, 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 and I was like, guys, we have to go to this. Like this is the best thing ever. And what best way to celebrate uh, an awesome, powerfully energetic day than your family or your best friends? Um, so yeah, it's going to be great. Um, I hope you guys have an awesome day tomorrow. I hope you guys have an awesome day today and weekend and week. I feel like I'm ending this, but I'm not. <laughs> um, and also Sunday, the 23rd. The 23rd. Oh, so I spoke about this uh, two episodes ago, two weeks ago, um, about this new moon that will be happening on the 23rd that I had an insane dream about. Um, and I don't know if it was about the new moon, but it was about a new moon. And I just looked at the most recent upcoming new moon, and it is the one that's going to be on the 23rd, this Sunday. But, um, yeah, so I actually did a, a card reading, an energy card reading for this new moon, so I can present it to you guys, just so um, we could kind of know what to expect from, from this new moon and the energies that will ha be happening. So I guess I'll get, get into that now. Um, so originally I pulled three cards. Usually I do a three-card pull um, if I'm reading my own. If I'm reading my own, I don't really do past, present, future. I kind of just um, pull three cards that kind of correspond with each other and, and give me a, clair a clearer view of um, the message that I'm trying to receive, I guess you would say. And then if I don't really understand it, I'll pull one more card that kind of brings it all together. So that's what happened here today. I, I pulled three cards and then I pulled an extra card to kind of clear it all up. Um, so the first card I pulled was uh, Hostilities. And uh, it's a guy, like, raising his sword, you know, because he's very uh, defensive for, the, for these uh, hostilities. Um, but it was uh, reversed, so uh, it kind of means the opposite of, uh, you know, hostilities coming at you. Um, the second card that I pulled after was Healer of the Ages, also reversed, um, which was uh, kind of like um, not... I would say bad thing. It's not a bad thing. It just wasn't, um, you know, like the healer of ages is here. But then again, you know, it could be. So um, the third card that I pulled was a man holding a heart, and he's just sitting there lusciously with his hair, holding a heart in his hand. Um, and yeah, he has like a ring around his neck, and half of the heart is on fire, which is interesting. Um, so yeah, those were the three cards that I pulled, and I didn't really like. I got, I kind of got a, a similar message. Um, but then I was like, but what does this all mean? And then the fourth card that I pulled to clear it all up was the world. It's a guy standing over a bay, um, overlooking, like, earth, kind of rotating, and then lotus flowers, like, underneath, um, like, floating in the water that he's looking out towards. So, um, this is the reading that I got. Um, I, I followed the guidebook and then also brought my intuition into it to kind of bring it all together. So, um, what I got from this, from... The Healer of Ages reversed. It kind of shows that um, there's been some struggle going on, either emotionally, physically, um, internal, external, uh, maybe facing like problems with addiction, problems with uh, you know family loss, just just some kind of struggle that's been going on. But um, this hostilities reversed shows that these these things that are are coming to an end, but. Both of these cards kind of indicate that, um, that, that we need to address them directly. So the Healer of Ages is telling us that we need to look within, that 
as these struggles are going on, they may be self-inflicted or not, but we need to be looking within ourselves on how we can heal them rather than looking uh, outward towards other people or things. Um, kind of deal with these situations ourselves, you know? Uh, so the hostilities reversed kind of shows us that um, we need to be putting action towards it. So um, that's kind of the, the looking within, you know? We have... Hi, Hakpo. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Um, but yeah, so uh, we have these hostilities coming at us, but the Healer of Ages is telling us that um, it's all going to come to an end as well as hostilities, but we need to be putting in the action for it. We need to be putting in um, the effort of looking within to overcome these, these struggles. So the man holding his heart says that... Um, that I, I, not after all this, but you know, there's also... Um, love and and uh, clarity and purpose coming into our life at the moment. So in order to access this stuff, we need to be getting rid of the old. And which is very funny because, you know, it comes in with a new moon. Since it's a new moon, this is a new time. This is a time to refresh and kind of re release everything that, that is no longer serving us. You know, a new moon. So... Since this clarity and purpose is here for our access and it's entering our lives at this time, we need to be looking within to release all these struggles that may have been holding us back from reaching these accesses of the clarity and purpose. Then, the fourth card that I pulled was the world. And it's telling us that we need to broaden our, our view, our perspective, our horizons um, of what's happening right now, of what what we could be accessing, what we could be doing, um, be it our life purpose, our career, our love life, relationships. Um, so as we overcome these struggles and we look within to overcome them and we access these, uh, these clearer views of, of our purpose, we need to see, um, see a, a broadened view, a wider perspective of, of what we need to do, of what we need to take action towards to move further in our life purpose or our career, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but yeah, that was, the, that was the reading that I got. It was pretty cool. Um, nothing that seemed too uh, connected, but I would say this world card that I pulled, it looks a lot like the dream that I had, which is very interesting. Because um, it's a guy overlooking this gigantic earth in front of him, you know? And it was kind of like in my dream, me overlooking this gigantic new moon. Um, so I, I really feel like um, this was a really good reading. I think we need to, and I also, I also took that from the dream as well to broaden her. Oh, wow. Haku is shedding a lot. I guess it's shedding season right now. She must be super hot. Um, but we, we need to broaden these horizons and, and, and look towards a wider view of what we could be doing. But yeah. That was that, and that's coming up on, on Sunday the 23rd. So I think we should really, especially with the energies from Saturday the 22nd, um, coming into this new moon on the 23rd, I think that we should um, really be taking time to sit down and evaluate what we want. Now is the time. Um, I've been feeling this ever since the new year, uh, 2020. This is the year of action. 2020, clear view of purpose, of um, what we really should be doing. So, um... If you haven't already, we need to be setting our intentions, especially maybe on the 22nd. You know, if you set your intentions right, then only action will come towards you to achieve those goals. 
So, um, again, we should be setting aside time to really clear out what we, what we need to do, what we really, truly want to do, and how we can go about doing that. So, widen our perspectives on how we can do it. Don't just, you know, keep your mind in like, oh, I could do this and I could do that. But we also need to see the other options that are available to us. Um, things that we may not have even considered, you know, um, different approaches to things that, that may be unorthodox or, uh, just, you know, not, not usual ways of going about it, but you never know. You never know if you take a different path, how much more it'll work out rather than a path that everybody else is taking. (sighs) So that's that. Uh, summer is coming. Spring is coming. Uh, It feels, it feels so good. I, I always feel really good around this time. Um, very motivated, very action-oriented, I guess you would say. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about was, I guess since we're, we're talking about action and, uh, you know, business and moving forward, I wanted to say some, uh, entrepreneurial stuff. Um, oh, I don't know why I thought about this, but, um, I think it's, since I've been trying to take more action, in, I guess I would say, not my career, but um, just my my life purpose, you know, I have, and a lot of us have a main goal that we want to, we want to work towards, right, this is the end result that we want, but it's just going about it um, that, that we struggle with, so um, that was kind of, that's kind of been something that's been on my mind, um, I guess this last month, you know, I know what I want to do. It's just how am I going to do it? And I'm taking small actions. And I'm like, okay, I think these are good actions that I could be doing, aka this podcast, uh, consistently writing on my blog. Um, but also uh, just like, you know, other approaches that I could be taking that I'm not really thinking about. Um, so, yeah, just um, since I've been in this mindset of, like, how I can go about this stuff, I've also been thinking about, uh, you know, investments as well. Uh, so, like, a main thing that I've been doing is, you know, saving because I want to travel, right? So I'm just saving a lot of money so that I can travel wherever I want, whenever I want. Um, but then also, like, I want to be able to create a lifestyle around traveling as well. And in order to create any lifestyle that you would like to, especially when it, be- when it comes to self-employment, or um, becoming either, like, a music person, like somebody in music, uh, a YouTuber, an influencer, et cetera, et cetera, all this uh, kind of stuff that um, self-employment things that are kind of trending at the moment and are, are able to be accessed, um, they involve some investment, especially, like, um, being artists and stuff like that. So um, since I've been saving, you know, I haven't really been investing and I feel like that's kind of been a drawback on on things that I could be doing. Even though, you know, I have, like, this microphone, I have a camera. I have a lot of stuff that um, I had already invested in over the years. Um, but it's actually putting in that action and then also broadening your perspective, as I mentioned before, and widening your options and other things that can be helping you move forward on this path. So also investing in other things as well. Um, so that being said... I think that investment along with action um, helps immensely when it comes to creating that kind of lifestyle that you'd like to. And also um, listening and talking to, connecting with, 
and watching people who are already doing it. This is a huge thing. This comes with mentors, mentors. And um, also, I mentioned this like in my last episode, how uh, I'm looking for a master, you know, um, somebody who can who's somebody who's way ahead of me and can teach me the things that I, I my soul, my heart craves to learn and study, um, especially when it comes to spirituality and, and uh, stillness. But um, when it comes to entrepreneurial aspect, that master is your mentor, somebody who is already doing what you want to be doing. And this you can find through books, as I mentioned in the last episode. You can find through uh, people, lectures, um, YouTubers, just connecting with people. So, for example, on Sunday, um, also the day of the new moon, which is a not coincidence, but I, I didn't even think about it. I'm going to an expo. Um, it's kind of like a, a health and wellness expo. It's called Thrive 360. It's here in Los Angeles. And um, it kind of talks a lot about um, more in the health and wellness aspect, but in an energetical level and a spiritual kind of level. But as much as um, I'm excited for the panels to learn so much stuff. I'm also very excited to connect with these people who have stands there, who are doing the talks, who are at the point that I want to see myself one day. And I kind of, I'm very excited to talk to them and to connect with them and kind of see how they got from the point that I'm at to where they're at, you know? And this is very important when it comes to wanting to excel. Um, You need to find somebody who who's ahead of you to learn from so that you have a kind of steady standpoint and view of the steps that you need to be taking so this goes along with the 33 percent rule that i've learned from ty lopez ty lopez is a very controversial person um because he sells so many like courses and i don't really know what the heck he was selling to people like real estate courses that he doesn't even know about real estate um like so many things i've seen so many people debunk him but at the time i think i mentioned this um i don't know which episode i mentioned this but i I was in a very uh millionaire mindset when um this is the manifestation episode uh maybe last episode i think this was last episode but um where i was just heavy into becoming a millionaire and, and creating this uh plentiful life that um i was trying to manifest so um, one of my biggest mentors at the time was Ty Lopez. Even though I wasn't buying his courses or anything, I was uh, watching so many of his lectures and his videos, but he speaks such words of wisdom. And like, even though he may be a scam and like doesn't really know much on, on I guess, the stuff that he was selling, the stuff that he was reciting was from books that he was actually reading or things that he's learned that, that proven to be effective because they're not coming from him, but from third-party uh, people. So... um. I don't know if he made up this 33% rule or he learned it from somebody else, but um, the, 30 per- the 33% rule basically is that um, you need to, based around the people that you spend time with in your life, because you spend time with people a lot in your life, your friends, your peers, um, your teachers, your relatives, family, um, you need to be spending 33% of your time with people underneath you which is people that can learn from you, you know, things that people who don't really know much about the stuff that you would know, I guess you would say, um, people that you can inspire to be better, um, to help push onto that higher level to to becoming the greatest versions of themselves. Spend 33% of your time with those people so you can have that, that, um, 
that that kind of teaching within you and that um in, inspiring part of your life um and to help people do better you know it kind of inspires yourself to be better if you're you're helping other people to be better uh then spend 33 percent of your time with people who are on the same level as you people who this be your friends your peers um people who kind of understand the same things that you do and uh, are kind of also trying people who are also trying to be the best versions of themselves and you're you're growing together basically so you guys kind of bounce off each other once you learn something you teach them that and then once they learn something they teach you that kind of like you all have like communicative uh, conversations and just um it's very it's very um uplifting and and motivational because you you all see that you're you're going up together you know then the other three 33 percent this makes up 99 percent of your time uh, the other 33% is people who are higher than you. And this is what I mentioned before, mentors. People who are 10 times ahead of you doing what you want to do. Spend 33% of your time with those people because those are the people that will show you how to get to where they are, who will inspire you even more, who will push you, who will give you that that um, motivation to, to get to their point. Um, and they, they're the ones who know the things that, you know, the 33% on your level don't know or the ones underneath you. So those are, those are the 33% that you also need to be spending your time with. So that makes up 99%. And I guess the 1% uh, goes to yourself, you know. Um, I mean, 100% goes to yourself. Spend time with yourself. But one, I guess I would say, I don't know if he's ever mentioned this before, but the 1%, um, spend time alone, reading with your books, uh, contemplation, time to... Uh, kind of write out all your intentions, um, the things that you want to be going towards, what you want, find your true values, the things that inspire you, that motivate you, you know? Only you know those things. The people that you spend time with can only help you. The ones above you can only help you get there. The ones uh, on your level can uh, also get there with you on whatever they want, and then you can inspire the other ones underneath you. But only you know what you want and what you want to do. So, um... That that one percent goes to yourself, um, but yeah, that that's the thirty three percent rule, and I feel like um, this is very this is very important. Um, some may not find it effective, but I I know that you become who you surround yourself with, or what you surround yourself with. So if you're surrounding yourself with people who are only inspiring you, uplifting you, um, trying to get you to do better, then you're only gonna go up, you know. Um, but that's a, I think that was a really good word. That's a, something I've been thinking about, uh, as I mentioned before, like something I've been thinking about lately. Um, but yeah, I personally don't have much to talk about this episode. <laughs> I didn't really have a, a set plan, but usually I don't. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I would say Saturday will be tomorrow. Very powerful. Watch your thoughts. The 23rd um, is that new moon. I would say spend that time kind of um, contemplating, uh, working within, and, um, you know, releasing a lot of stuff that no longer serves you in this new moon. Um, as we take forward towards our, our main goals, our life goals, um, we need to be aware of who we're spending our time with, and we need to be aware of the things that we're doing, how, how they're affecting us, and how if... Um, they're helping us or not helping us this is um this is a main thing that um i i set for my 2020 kind of uh self 
So um, somebody I watch a lot is Aaron uh, Aaron Dowdy. Dowdy? I think that's who you say his last name. And um, he kind of talks a lot about uh, manifestation, law of attraction, um, and just other stuff too. But um, that's kind of his main niche, right? So um, something that I learned from him from uh, the beginning of this year, he kind of did this like, if you want to become, you need to become the person that you want to become in your life. You need to create this version of yourself. That version of yourself already exists. And this kind of goes with um, the parallel theory that I, I mentioned in the previous episode, how all realities are existing at the same time, right? So that version of you that you'd like to become is happening right now. All you need to do is shift your paradigm and your mindset to move into that reality of that person that you want to become so that you become that person that you want to become. So um, I kind of saw this new version of myself in 2020 and um he said like create this kind of outline of this person you know the person that that you want to see yourself as who they are what they do um what their favorite things to do are how they spend their money how they spend their time all this stuff just outline that dream self and then you know look at it and really move yourself into that position so um something that i i put on on that that i did I'll kind of, I'll even tell you what I, I wrote. I have it like on my, my bulletin board so that I, I, I kind of never forget. But uh, the 2020 version of me has sadhana, which is daily practice. This goes along with my daily yoga asana practice. Um, I kind of switch between uh, studying and um, learning. So like I'll do different things just so it's not, you know, because I feel like, you know, me personally who has moved around a lot, um, I know consistency is very important to get to an end goal, but I also do need some variety in it and in order to keep me interested. And I guess that there may be like an ADHD thing. I have no idea. But um, it is consistent, my learning, but it, I also need to add some variety to it to keep it interesting for me. So um, daily practice of yoga, always, every morning. Um, but I'll move between lectures or I'll move between reading books or from like just videos that I'll be watching that teach me stuff. Um, I'm a, a Reiki practitioner, so some days I'll practice Reiki. Um, some days I'll just watch, uh, like, key videos on how to, like, move my energy around rather than just practicing Reiki. Um, just, like, or I'll listen to, like, guru lectures. I'll listen to a lot of Ram Dass lectures, um, Alan Watts, uh, a lot of, um, as I mentioned, Aaron Doherty, Doherty, <laughs> uh, who else? Nothing else that I can think of at the moment. But, um, yeah, I'll just, like, switch between that. So my daily, my sadhana's uh, asana practice. And then right after that, so it kind of depended because uh, puja, puja's done. Um, you have to take a shower first and then, uh, and then go into puja. So um, I kind of started doing that first. But then um, I started moving out of traditional puja just because um, I personally feel like I have a, a good connection with... Um, the universe or the universal vibrational field um so i i don't really need to do traditional type of things especially because i don't conform to any type of religion or anything i just kind of incorporate all all aspects that that suit me in order to keep moving on on my path that feels right for me you know so um instead of uh i used to as soon as i got out of uh, asana i would immediately go to chanting but then once I found out that you have to, you know, shower before, then um, I would jump in the shower and then start puja. But, um, I mean, 
I personally like chanting right after asana just because I'm already in that mindset at that stillness, um, mindfulness mindset, I guess you would say, right out of asana practice. So it's super easy to uh, go straight into puja. So um, I personally just automatically start chanting. I grab my uh, japa beads and I'll chant. I change the chant sometimes. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but um, whatever works for me that day and helps me be more in the moment, I'll, I'll fall into. My most favorite chant is Om Namah Shivaya, and I'll, I'll meditate on that. Or um, Om Mani Padme Hum is also my favorite chant. I chant that not only on my Japa Bees, but also like throughout the day. That's like my main, that was like my first mantra that I ever learned, and just I'll chant that throughout the day. Um, in song, especially Om Namah Shivaya, I'll chant in song, or Hare Krishna, Hare Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, um, but yeah, chant those, um, my japas once I'm done, then I'll kind of find stillness, sit with myself, find a meditation, I'll either fall out of meditation, or I'll just be still, you know, um, and that goes for as long as I feel is right, I'll kind of do like my whole puja thing, uh, light some incense, some candles, um, but this is also like before before chanting too. And then uh, I'll read I'll read uh, Shiva's hymn. It's kind of um, a hymn that I I got from the bookstore at the temple that I study at. Um, but not always. This is kind of like if I'm in the mood. My my routine kind of really changes, especially when it comes to puja. Um, what I'm more feeling throughout that day. But um, I do. I guess you would say pray. But I'll, I'll bow down and um, I'll kind of uh, just talk and have that one-to-one um, conversation with the universe. Thanking everything for everything that's been happening in my life. The person that I've become. The person that I'm becoming. Um, for more clearer, clearer ways of accessing my goals. Um, just all that kind of uh, my, my spiritual practice of the morning. But that's kind of my sadhana. And then right after that... I'll jump right into lecture. So um, I'll start, I'll just play a lecture immediately or just something to be learning from as I'm like cooking food because at this time I'm like starving. So I'll be listening to something as I'm, uh, as I'm cooking and then eating as I'm like studying in a way. And then I'll kind of start studying uh, right after that. And then once all that's done, then um, usually this is during the weekday. So then I'll just jump into the shower um, and then start getting ready for work. So... But then, like, also while listening, too. So I'll set my speaker in the bathroom. And then I'll be, like, also listening and um, getting ready for work or whatever in the day. And it's awesome. Uh, that's that's kind of, like, my, my standard sadhana that I've been dealing with. Right now, I've been uh, more into strength training because I'm just trying to, like, really get some muscle in. Um, so, like, I'll do my asana practice. But then right after, I'll kind of get into a more strength training asana practice. Uh, so I'll, like strength training asana practice but um i'll most of my my asana practice is strength training because i want to build that muscle but then um i'll also move into like some some very basic core workouts or arm workouts like push-ups i have like uh weights um an ab wheel and stuff like that just to kind of get that that like heavy blood flowing and uh some some muscle stuff in there um but yeah, that's my sadhana practice. Uh, another thing that's on my 2020 version of me is spend money only if you have to. You know, I don't make... I make enough for me to survive, and then I make enough for me to spend if I want. 
Um, and then also I make enough to save as well. So this is like survival money, a little bit of spending money, and uh, mostly saving money. I think it's because since I'm saving a lot, you know, I kind of shorten my spending money because I want to save so much. But if I didn't have so much saving money, like money to save, then I would have way more spending money. Um, but I'm, I'm more interested in saving than, than spending. So um, my whole thing is spend money only if you have to. Like uh, eating out a lot is kind of a thing that just kills money, you know. You save so much more money if you just buy groceries and cook at home or like bring food with you. Um, stuff like that. So that's like something that um, I want to save more. So um, I, I just said spend money only if you have to. But um, this is kind of changing, especially with um, me wanting to invest more money in, in the things that I want to do. Um, also, another thing that's on my list is maintain minimalism. Uh, I mentioned this in, in my book that I just released. I, I need to check on the platforms that it's on. But I do know it's on the Lulu bookstore and... I'm not sure if the price has changed on Amazon or the Apple Books. I know it's on like Apple Books, but I don't know about Barnes and Noble. I have to check about Barnes and Noble. But um, maintaining minimalism is uh, pretty important because if you have such a cluttered place and space, it's just gonna overwhelm you and make you feel unorganized and kind of like out of whack, and you're, and you're not gonna really be as focused as you would be if you kind of had a clearer space, you know. So, um, maintaining minimalism is important, especially when it comes to wanting to keep a a clearer mind. Clearer space equals clearer mind. Um, another thing is attend more classes, learning, more lectures. This means going to Temple, um, going to those classes, this expo that I'm going to on Sunday, listening to these panels, um, just wanting to go to, like, more things like that. I used to go to a lot of things like that in New York. I haven't been able to find much here in L.A. unless I'm, like, traveling a little far. But, um, you know, New York City is very, like, public transportation friendly. Um, so it's, it was kind of easier to get to stuff like that, especially when I lived in Manhattan. Everything was kind of basically in Manhattan. And everything in Manhattan takes, like, I feel like 40 minutes to walk to unless you're walking from Lower East Side to Upper East Side. Um, but... I've been finding less here, but just the things that I can find, I, I want to attend and intend to attend. So, um, yeah, attend more classes. Uh, another thing is practice integrity. This is the number one thing that is very important in my life, and I feel is very crucial. I kind of want to, like, get it tattooed on me. Or I, wanna, I wanted to make bracelets out of it. That's what I wanted to do. Um, but practicing integrity means doing what you say. If you're going to say you're going to do something, do it. This is how you build trust with within people, within yourself, because if you betray yourself like that, you say you're going to do something, and then you end up never doing it, then you'll never have that trust with yourself that you'll you'll take action. You'll never want to take action, even if you do say things. You just know you won't do it, you know? And that's not, that's not really a helpful or motivational thing, uh, especially if you want to accomplish a lot of good things in your life. And this also goes with, like, building trust with people. If you you say you're going to do stuff for people and then you don't do it, then people kind of lose trust in you. And you don't want to lose uh, relationships like that and break relationships like that. So practicing integrity is a really um, big thing. And I feel like it's important in all aspects and it's something we need to all remember. Um, yeah, and then another one is stay above the influence more. This goes uh, with just, you know, like, especially turning 21, drinking. Um, I was never really a drinker anyway, so it's not really a problem for me. Um so but yeah i'm just like completely alcohol free like there's it does nothing good for you except give you fun at the moment but it does nothing for your health uh if anything it does bad stuff to your health and then uh your mind too your liver and then like the next day you just have a hangover and it's never never fun um 
So yeah, stay above the influence more. Uh, goes for everything else that puts you basically under the influence. Um, my main goal is to master my mind. You know, a lot of things. Uh, I've been going to a lot of things where people are like, "Why are you? Why are you trying to stay sober and stuff like that?" And it's just like I'm. I'm trying to master my mind and. I just don't want things to hinder that. And even though, you know, it's temporary stuff and it's not going to hinder your your mind overall, um, I feel like over time and then even at every moment, I want to be in my full awareness in every moment. So I feel like uh, just staying sober is the best way to do that. Um, another thing on my list is overcome fear and step out of your comfort zone. This is another thing that um, I also learned from uh, Aaron Doherty. And it's the think feel and act the person that you are is based off of how you think how you feel and how you act that that makes up your your present consciousness outside of that is the unknown and you need in order to move out of the person that you are now if you want to become something greater is you need to step out into the unknown you need to step out of how you think feel and act now into the unknown to all the possibilities that you could become so um this is overcoming fear and stepping out of your comfort zone nothing Mo like progressional happens within your comfort zone everything good that will move you faster will only happen outside of your comfort zone so that's um a main thing that that's on my on my list another thing that's on my list is monetize my passions monetize my passions is turning my passions the things that i love to do and making money off of them building a career out of them so that's this speaking on uh motivational stuff spiritual stuff uh entrepreneurial stuff just things that make you become the greatest aspect of yourself i love talking about i love inspiring people i love teaching people and i also made like a separate list of my top five like to figure out my passions so that i can monetize off of them so those five things are one the spirit my um my inspiring others teaching and connecting as i just mentioned um that's kind of like my, my, one of my things, yeah, inspiring others, and then another one is my spiritual practice, you know, also goes with uh, inspiring others through, like, talking about spiritual stuff, so my spiritual practice, and, but me personally, just my spiritual practice, meditation, yoga, self-improvement, just working on myself, that is a huge passion for me, I just feel so complete doing it, I feel, it just makes me whole, you know, it, it, feeds my soul i guess you would say another thing is creating and this is writing art uh handwork i love working with my hands building things or um you know wire wrapping crystals or like creating things out of clay just anything that has to do with my hands i love doing um and also writing i love writing as well it's like my biggest passion it's not even like it's not my biggest passion, but, like, it's a thing that I just naturally do, and I have no choice but to monetize off of it, you know? It's it's what I do. It's not who I am, but it's a thing that I do, and it's a thing that I love doing. Um, and also art, creating art, painting, mixed media. I really love mixed media. Um, I never thought that I'd actually, like, not fall into it, because I don't do it often, but I, I intend to do it often so that I can sell it. But, um... I just love art. I was raised around art. Both my parents are artists. Uh, my boyfriend now is an artist. And it's just I surround myself with art constantly as I was raised, as growing up now. Um, and I just love art that it has no choice but to kind of infiltrate my life. So um, also that is uh, creating art, writing, handwork. Uh, that's also one of my top five. 
So yeah, those are three. Second one is music, dancing, and singing. I had I spent a whole time. I mentioned this in my last episode. A whole year trying to become like heavy into the music industry, become a singer. Um, I've loved singing for years, but I've also loved dancing for years. Dancing was my first passion since I was little. Literally, like if you, I had posters of like my inspired, like Missy Elliott was like my number one idol. I swear because like you know I'm I'm from New York, so like hip hop was the main type of dancing that that was like in my life so Missy Elliott was like my number one dancing idol also I was in like ballet and just my my dream was to be a dancer my my dream school was to go to Juilliard which is um like a dancing performing arts school in New York City um and yeah that was like my main goal I was like I'm gonna go to Juilliard and like I literally want to become a dancer so much but that kind of died out and then I kind of got into singing and I, I just loved singing um and I swear I was going to be a singer. This is like, they kind of like it changed up. Um, but I never went back to wanting to become a dancer. But I've always continued to have that love for dancing. Um, I guess that's because it's like my original dream, you know. It was my, my childhood dream. But I love dancing so much now. I know I watch dancing and I'm like, oh my god, I want to do that. And I couldn't do that, you know. I couldn't spend so much time, you know, practicing and, and, and dancing and stuff like that. But it's not really my, my main focus in life. But it's just one of my passions. I really do love expressing myself, especially expressing myself through dance. Um, just kind of getting into that flow state. It's very easy to fall into flow state through, through dancing for me. Um, so, yeah, dancing and then singing, I just I do automatically. So definitely music is, is one of my top passions as well. And then last but, not, last but not least, travel and exploration. You know, I'm an explorer of this world. I spent so much of my life moving around that I have no means to stay still for the rest of my life. I need to see everything. I want to travel the world. I want to travel everywhere. I want to see how other people live, how other cultures view. And then also this goes along with connecting with others. You know, I want to be able to talk to these people around the world and kind of see how they see the world and um, how they see God, how, how their spiritual beliefs. And I'm just, not to bring anything together or anything like that, but um, just, uh, you know, talking to them and, and feeling that and learning that from them and experiencing it with them as well. So uh, those are my top five passions. Travel exploration, that's one. Music, uh, that's dancing. Um, three, inspiring others, teaching, connecting. Four, creating writing, art, handwork, and then five, my spiritual practice, meditation, yoga, self-improvement. Um, but those are my passions, right? That's what I, I kind of listed. So um, from the 2020 version of me, monetizing my passions is uh, one of those things, um, which are those things. Then another thing in my 2023, 2020 me version of me is putting my practice first. And I think that's why I kind of started talking about this whole thing in the first place, was that um, we need to learn what's going to help us and what's not going to help us. So this was on my list, putting my practice first. And the question is, how will this affect my development? Now, this goes for staying above the influence. This goes for the people you hang out with. This goes for all the things that you do that incorporate your life. If you have trouble deciding whether or not you should do something, you should ask yourself first, how will this affect my development? If you really want to become something better, something greater, and you have this ideal version of yourself, you need to be moving into that version of yourself by becoming aware of what's going to influence um, that that version of you, of you now. So I'm um, noticing if how something's going to affect your development will really help you choose 
whether whether or not to do it. Um, another thing is to plan more organization. We need to. This is also bringing uh, consistency into my life as well. Um, instead of being very sporadic in the things I do, you know, there's nothing wrong with being uh, spontaneous and stuff like that, but bringing that consistency of scheduling things and kind of uh, organizing your life so that it doesn't kind of feel so hectic, you know, plan things more, um, have set dates for things. Um, this goes along with like my sadhana. This is how I'm going to like do it every day. Um, I'm going to do this on certain days. So like I have a weekly planner that um, every Monday I do a blog post. Every Friday I do the podcast. And then every Thursday I was supposed to go to a temple, but I'm not really going to temple at the moment. Um, but yeah, it's kind of, you know, having a little bit of a consistency and uh, planning in your life that, that I intend to bring into my 2020 version of me. And the last thing on the list is practice loving compassion towards every being. Now, this is the number one thing, especially in Buddhist philosophy, of having that loving compassion towards all living things. But this is something I needed to put on the list because, you know, I'm, I'm completely aware that I need to have practice loving compassion towards every being. And this is why I'm vegan, uh, number one reason. Um, but also towards human beings around me, you know. I work in the service industry, so I work at a restaurant, and uh, I'm constantly dealing with people. And another one thing that I'm constantly working on is my patience. I don't know how little my patience was years ago, uh, compared to now, maybe it has improved, maybe it hasn't, but it is something that I'm improving because I do find kind of a problem with it. But uh, my patience with people, especially, is just like I was raised very not snotty, but I do I have had attitude. I do have attitude, <laughs> and um, if I lose my patience with somebody, it comes out and like an attitude, and like it shouldn't. I put I work in the service industry, and not it should not come out like that. But if I constantly practice this loving compassion towards every being and I see the divine in everybody, that, that attitude's not going to come out and it's not, gonna, it's not me holding back that attitude. It's me just seeing this person in a very loving way that there's no reason for attitude to come out at all. So um, this goes along with, you know, with human beings, you know, practicing that patience and, and having that loving compassion towards everybody. Um, but yeah, that's uh, the 2020 version of me. Um, but yeah, that's... Uh, Kind of like a, a thing that um, if you want to become somebody, you should really draw an outline of uh, who you want to be just so you can get an idea and keep it in front of you all the time so that every morning you can move yourself into that position. Okay, these are the things that I'm going to do today. You know, practice integrity, not spend money if I need to, stay above the influence, step out of my comfort zone, like just things to keep in your mind all the time so that you can move into that best version of yourself. Um... But yeah, that wraps up today's episode. I feel like I've been talking. This is like way long. I feel like maybe every episode is just going to get longer and longer. I'm just going to rant. I love how like maybe like 20 minutes ago I was just like, I don't even know what to talk about. But then I ended up talking for 20 minutes more. <laughs> but um, uh, thank you so much, guys, for listening. I love you guys. Um, I hope you have a beautiful weekend, a beautiful week. Um, stay mindful tomorrow. Today, thoughts just might be going crazy. Um spend some time to uh set aside your goals get that clear vision of who you want to be what you want to do and um how you're going to go about it um we're moving into the new moon on the 23rd let's keep that energy up um become more mindful of the things we need to release to move into the further step and um yeah uh if you ever want to talk or anything you have any questions um feel free to dm me on instagram i think you can write to me or send me voice messages on anchor and stuff like that but um yeah dm me on instagram uh, my handle is at 
Natalia of Earth, N-A-T-A-L-I-A of Earth, this planet Earth. And it's been so great talking to you guys. Um, I will see you guys in the next episode. All right, guys, peace.